and welcome to the Violet, Vibrant Violet recording podcast. Today, I'm so excited. We have Carmen Rankin on the line, and she's going to be talking with us today. And we are talking about, does money finance your romance? And this is kind of like, this was a hot song back in the 80s. It was like, no more no more romance without finance. So does that hold true till today? And so Carmen, I just want you to jump in and uh, let me know your opinion. I mean, does money finance your romance? I say no. I'm, which I'm sort of a, a different kind of character anyways. I'm a little unique in my whole personality. You know this about me. I I feel like there's a certain level of romance in a man opening a door. You know, when we're going to get in the car, he's, you know, grabbing my car door for me. Or he steps in front of me to open the door to the store we're walking in, you know. that That's a certain level, to, and that's free stuff. So I don't necessarily think some of the some of the most special moments to me have been sitting in at the house, just you know the two of us, and you know that nothing really comes into play with the exception of maybe spending money to buy dinner, you know the, the food that's being prepared that night because the the best and, and I'm not going to divulge my age, but. In all of my years, the most special moment, and I kind of touched on this with you last night, the most special moment my entire life was somebody fixing me, Joe, fixing me a candlelit dinner one night. Just because, oh, yeah. I, you know, I made the comment that nobody's ever done anything like that for me, for me before. And we weren't mm. even dating at the time. We weren't even a, official yet. And he mm. said that he couldn't stand the thought that I felt like no one's ever made me feel special. And so he prepared dinner and, you know, little candles and had flowers on the table and everything whenever I got there that evening. So it's little things like that. So as far as like romance, it, for me, it doesn't have to be, you know, we're going to spend a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars and we're going to get the hotel room and the rose petals on the bed and all the candles everywhere. Yeah, that kind of stuff would be nice, like for a Valentine's kind of thing. But I'm I'm just a low key kind of girl, so mm. I don't really. It you don't have to spend a lot of money to throwing a blanket out in the yard with a picnic basket. You know, I mean, I'm a low key kind of girl. That's romantic to me. That's romantic. I love that. I love that. You know, because here's what's interesting about uh, having romance, fi- uh, having finance. Um, uh, finance uh, grow your romance is that uh, you know it's not one of of the five love languages that everybody has and you know I I, I talk about the book and I hope this comes out okay uh, the five love languages by Gary Chapman and this particular book talks about the different love languages that we have and you know acts of service is definitely one of them you know and so we have words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts uh and physical touch 
And so, like, for me, I always talk about one of the things that I enjoy is uh, receiving gifts. I love receiving gifts. They're just, that's fun to me. But also physical touch. That's the second thing that I enjoy. Uh, and so neither, well, gifts requires a little bit of finance. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> A little bit, a little bit, or a lot of it. I, I, I'll take a it lot away. of it. And, and, you got um, some good taste, uh, though. So there you go, there you go. Right, but also, but uh, physical touch um, does not require fi- finance, and also, right. I'm not charging <laughs> for the physical touch. That's the other thing, and that, and hey, that's a whole different hustle. And, and, oh, and not, not shaming no one's game if that's what you're you know you're into and that's what you do that's right. you know right. that's your way of income but it's not required uh or money is not or finances because currency comes at different things you can do bitcoin okay give me a hundred uh two hundred fifty <laughs> bitcoin <laughs> yeah, and we'll ride on the date, you know. <laughs> you know, cash at me, okay? <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, but you don't have to do that. You don't. Um, uh, well, I should say I don't. I don't do that uh, for uh, my particular uh, secondary love language, which is physical touch. You know, just you know, reach out and touch somebody's hand uh, you know that and, is my thing and to learning your partner's love language instead of just because i spent time i a man and my wife when things would go south his version of showing me how much he loved me was buying me something mm-hmm. so he showed his love by buying me something but that wasn't necessarily a receptive form of love for me. So right. his like attention or that physical touch, that the, him being present was more of right. my receptive love. But instead of doing that kind of stuff, he'd rather go throw money at something something mm-hmm. and try to appease me with a ring or you know, so mostly it was rings, but he would try to appease me in some other way. And granted, I had a ring for every finger and two for some. But at the same time, that wasn't necessarily me feeling loved. Right. So you have to figure out what your partner's love language is and kind of roll with that. Because doing something for them, I've never been a materialistic kind of person. I like nice mm-hmm. clothes. I like to, to wear cute clothes. I like a certain level. But if Walmart has my a shirt I love, that's where I'm going. It doesn't have to be built. JC Penny, Lane Bryant, you know, all these you know high end stores. But it just depends on what where I find what I like. So you're lo- yeah. receiving the love language, knowing your partner's love language is a big mm-hmm. step in yes. trying to communicate that romance effectively. Mm, exactly, exactly. You know, like, even for me, even though I like gifts, my gifts aren't extravagant. Um, so one of the things that I absolutely adore, and I think I've talked about this before, are yellow roses. Not red, even though red represents 
love and romance. It's yellow. I just love this. I love the look of them. I love the smell of yellow roses. You have to remember That's that. Yeah, and, and, and it's such a cool thing. So for me, it's something simple like that because when someone brings me a yellow rose, then I know they they thought about this and they know that this is going to bring me an element of enjoyment and fun. And so it's premeditative. You know, they always say premeditative murder. No, premeditative gifts or premeditative love. How about that? I like that a little love. bit better. Yes. Yeah, premeditative love. And so we, uh, going into that, you know, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. You know, or or uh, a favorite chocolate. You know, I, I'm into chocolate, but like chocolate, like rich chocolate, not that Hershey's. Like, that's just wax. You know, you, even if they'll tell you, oh, yeah, we just put a little coloring and uh, the rest of it's wax. You know? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, one of the things when I was working at the um, IT firm in uh, Connecticut, uh, my boss, I used to do training. And so I would have I would have employees from all over the country contact me and say, hey, I need training. And I would schedule them and if they missed three opportunities uh for me to book them and then they came back and said i want training i'm like i'm sorry i'm not available and so my boss literally told one guy he went to her complaining that i wouldn't train him because did she book you yeah she tried three times well you need to either send her chocolate or, or yellow roses <laughs> Get that on her good side with some chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, it's just like so. Uh, you know, here's uh, here's her favorite chocolate. You need to send that to her because she's already she's accommodated you and you did not, um, right. You know, you know, uh, show up. So, you know, there's <laughs> nothing I could do. You better get on her nice side, and that's how it went. And and so. <laughs> yeah, all that you got to know what you like, yeah. you know. And but you know, let's get back into all right, uh, the finance part of the romance. Now, here we go. Now, let's say, for example, you're in a beginning of a relationship and um, you want to go places and do things. Usually, in romance, you know, the start of romance, you want to do stuff, you want to spend quality time, but in that quality time, you want to learn about each other, right? And that means trying to see what this person is like in a different place. So it could be like going to movies, going out to dinner, um, dancing, you know something social and usually that social thing requires money and uh i see so many women now um engaging in either going dutch or secondly um paying it for paying it themselves so there's a different element of okay if i ask you out as a female asking male and then the female is required to pay whereas let's say in the older days 
you know, even if the female asked or suggested, there's another key word, suggested, um, the male would uh, pay. So now it's a total flip. And even if the guy suggests or asks, the female is expected to pay. How does that feel towards you? What you know? What do you think about that? Well, I go right back to I'm a little old school, mm. so I this may be telling my age a little bit. I, I'm definitely one of those '80s ch- '80s children. So mm-hmm. I just I'm a little old school when it comes to certain things, and I believe that if you're going on a date, I feel like it's the man's responsibility to pay. And in the beginning of my son dating, those were things that I conveyed to him because he would mm-hmm. talk about that whole Dutch situation. If she's got a job, he's got a job. And well, why not, you know, go Dutch? I'm like, well, you know what? You're dating. You're the man. And I'm a little, like I say, a little old school. I do believe it's a man's job to provide for the home, the, you know, that whole the deals, the food, I believe. But if the woman has a job, she contributes. But financially, it is a man's responsibility. And maybe that's me telling my age a little bit. Maybe it's a little, you know, old, you know, I need to get up to date a little bit. But I, I feel differently. But at the same time, because this is also something I've tried to teach my son, you never start something in the beginning of a relationship that you can't keep up throughout the relationship. So when you go into a relationship throwing money at it, that mm. other, that significant other is going to expect that same thing throughout that relationship. So right. you can't set a pace in the first three months that you can't keep up for the first year. So keep That's that so true. If you if you are spending two, three, four hundred dollars every time you and her go out. She's gonna expect that a year from now. Well, what happened? Because then, guess what? That's your love language to her. She's thinking, okay, he loves me. A year in, you stop doing that because you can't afford it anymore. She thinks you don't love her anymore. Excellent point. Excellent point. Yeah. You can't just throw money at every situation and expect it to be okay if you can't afford it a year from now you know because then she's gonna feel like you you're kind of backing off from that relationship if you're not constantly throwing money at her that's so true and that's that's a good lesson right there uh for men who are i say how i say fake it the funk <laughs> you know, if you, yes if you can't afford this for real if you're if you're on the first date showing up in a limousine you know uh, uh roses and champagne and extra candy okay you know and you're going to a five-star dinner well yeah and then you're repeating that process right for a while mm, wow i like this lifestyle yes let's let's continue and um and that's why it, 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 you've created a standard. Now, if you have it to do it, fine. But if you don't, then, you know, don't play yourself. Right. You know, and it's the same thing for women. If you go out that route and you're dating somebody and, um, you know, you're 
providing all the finance for that relationship, that man or woman is going to continue to want that. Right. You know, so it's not something you can sustain, then don't go that route. That's also something like for women, men have a tendency to lead with money. Women have a tendency to lead with sex. Mm, so true. in the first, I say two to three months, I don't care if it's a first date. I don't care if it's a 20th date. That first three months, sex needs to be off the table. That, mm. That's just how I feel about things. If you're leading with sex, he doesn't have anything else. But, I mean, you need to give him an opportunity to get to know you. Right. And right. sex being off the table gives him a chance to say, oh, you know what? I like her. She's kind of a cool person to be around. Or, you know, if he's not always constantly trying to get in your pants, you know, and I'm sorry to put it that way. But, I mean, sex needs to be off the table whenever it comes to a woman trying to have something more in a relationship. Mm. If you're looking for a relationship, don't lead with money and don't lead with sex. Excellent. I you know, I could have said it even better. And that's the truth because you set up an expectation that you can't maintain or even worse. Here's the thing. If you do, let's say you do start with sex and I, I've seen this happen. You know, you have this mind blowing sexual experience first or second time. And then, you know, uh, you get into it after a while and it's not like the first time because you were trying to be Superman. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact is you were more like Gomer Pyle you know? exactly <laughs> I mean once you start in a certain direction it, it becomes something that you've got to find things that you're mutually interested in that you have in common that there there's things that you just I mean I I hit the jackpot when I hit I, Joe the Lord gave me Joe let me borrow Joe you know, I mean, I hit the jackpot because you just, I could not ask for someone who was more like me. We're two peas in a pod. Our personalities are basically just, <laughs> we just mesh. And yeah. we wouldn't have known that about each other had we not spent time we, in, the, in the first few months. We would walk five miles together every night. We started walking together in January or February, and we didn't become official until May 26th of that same year. So we spent a few months together learning each other before we ever even got into a relationship. You know, there were things he needed to work out. There were things I needed to work out. I was working seven days a week. So the only time we really got to see each other was after I got off of work, we'd walk five miles around the old Sam's building. You know, which it's Sam's again, but a distribution center. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. But we would spend time walk, and, and walking five miles. That's that's a lot of time. You get to conversate and learn who each other, you know, learn who you are. Learn about it. And if you don't like that person, that's a prime opportunity to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And that's move true. on if necessary. So, yeah. That, and that's really 
right. before you sit there and spend a whole bunch of time with a person that you like i don't really like this and then but you've now committed your your body to the situation right. and you're like no I, i'm not feeling this dude <laughs> or you know and it's a it's an uncomfortable feeling to do that after you've engaged with them physically yeah. you know yeah. and you're like dang i should never did that you know and so it's like dating remorse it becomes yeah. dating remorse yeah and i find i find that um you know we engage in that more and more and you know as 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 you get older you can learn to make a decision whether or not you want to be in a romance or whether or not you just want to be in a hookup yeah do you want to spend the time and money <laughs> to continue with this what i mean once you start spending time with real time with somebody and like i say walking five miles takes time you know there's a mm -hmm. lot of conversation that can go on in five miles of walking you learn real quick well is this somebody that i want to spend more time with is this somebody that i could live with 24 7 is this somebody that you know you, you learn real quick and you yeah. either love them or hate them during that time and you know without a doubt if you want to move up or, or move on yes you do decide that and and you know it's always important to spend that quality time um because you may you can quickly identify those little quirks because we you know let's face it when you first start dating somebody you're dating the representative and the real person does not show up for uh, until like between three and six months later you know so yeah, you need to know who that person is Figure out what makes them mad, and then you see their true colors. You'll see the real person when you figure yeah, out yeah, yeah. how they drive. Do they road rage? <laughs> you, you know, take a ride with them. You know, find yeah. out how they are on the road. Then you'll know. You you really learn about somebody once you take a road trip with somebody. Oh sure. Oh my yeah. goodness, yeah. You know, and you're like, um, I remember um, I used to date this guy who was a trainer for truckers. And so every time we would get in the car, he felt like he needed to distract me on how to drive. And that was so <laughs> annoying. I was like, look, I know how to drive. I know where to do. Oh, slow down, you're going too fast. And I'm like, what? Leave me alone. I know yeah. how to go with the flow of traffic. It's okay. I've had I've driven for a long time, so stop it. And I literally had to, you know, or he would get in my car and drive, and because his eyesight was so bad, <laughs> he's running over uh, 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 bricks. You know those bricks that hold up the um, the parks uh, so that you don't hit the building. Oh my! So he, he's running up on it, and I'm like, get get out of my car. Get out, you know, you know, and he was just like, well, why don't you want me to drive your car? And I just didn't have the heart to tell him you can't see, you know? So if you could see, you would know that you're on top of something, you know, like that. And it was, it was just crazy. Uh, so <laughs> I was grateful 
that um, you know I spent time learning who he really was and how annoying he is to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just crazy. I was just like, and so something just as little as that, uh, because I don't want to be in a car with somebody that's going to constantly tell me how to drive. Right. And you think you about know, those long road trips. If you're, you know, you decide to go away for the weekend and those long road trips, we're going to ride to Virginia Beach for the weekend. And lo and behold, you're driving for six hours and that's what you get for six hours. You mm-hmm. got to figure yeah. that stuff out real quick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I totally agree with that. That's so funny to me, you know. And um, I remember the first time we were driving and he got very upset that somebody cut me off. And um, he's like, ah, I can't believe this. And I'm like, um, relax. I wasn't in the accident. He just cut me off. And and, yeah, and then, you know, I said to him, I said, I really don't attract that kind of, you know, energy, incidents. Yeah. My life. yeah, energy. Yeah. And he was that, like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. was Not like, everybody understands energy. Right, exactly. And so that wasn't his... Uh, you know, so was, I learned very early that um, my way of talking, he just didn't understand it. He was like, what the, what the hell is she talking about? But he never bothered to say that to me, you know, because he's still trying to, you know, the representative was like, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> well, see, Joe and I are complete ends of the spectrum. I'm the laid back, you know, southern driver. And he's the um, the New York driver. You know, we're complete ends of the spectrum, two opposite. I because I I just kind of get in the car and go with the flow. You know, if I'm in a hurry, I might pass somebody, but most of the time I'm just laid back driving. You know, Joe's like, why don't you get out of my way? So I mean, you gotta learn those things about people, and because like I say, we take trips. You know, we do the six hours to family, you know, we do the four hours, we do the 12 hours or nine hours or however long it is to get to Pennsylvania. We do those road trips. So you got to figure out real quick if that's something that you can handle on the long trips. And yeah, there's the, it falls back into a love language kind of thing. Sometimes you got to let them vent, let them get their aggressions out and still love them. Because some some people can't bottle things up. You know, some some of us can hold things in and just kind of go with the flow and just not let everything boil our blood, you know. But then others have to get that out. You know, if they keep it in, their head's going to explode. So you have to be willing to love them in spite of those things. Right, yeah. Yeah, and... and, and the most powerful thing about that is loving them in spite and so yeah. or if that if you're willing to if you make that decision because yeah. sometimes we decide mm, this is a deal breaker for me yeah you know there's some things that's just not worth it but then there are other things like i'm like how often am i really on a six or eight or nine hour trip in the car you know how how many times are we really on those and out of 365 days you know that 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 might be once or twice a year so you right yeah yeah, weigh it out weigh out those good with the bad kind of stuff 
True, but if you're only going 15 minutes away or a half an hour away and you're getting hammered with, uh, slow yeah. down, speed up, or That's don't turn this level. Level. Yeah, it's, it's a whole nother level. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, okay, all right. Every girl, time you get in the car, walk. <laughs> it's crazy. That is crazy. Wow. Listen, I am delighted that you have um, come on to the podcast today. You know, talking about oh, romance, finance. Does money finance your romance? And it's clear that this is not the case with you. Not it's him. about the romance 100%. Um, and what comes with it in terms of the love and the different love languages that you uh, appreciate and more. And I, I'm I'm delighted to have you on. Tell everybody how they can reach you. I know you have a, a business. So I want folks to know how uh, where they can reach you. Okay, on um, Facebook, I'm Carmen's Paparazzi. I'm Carmen Rankin on Facebook. So, I mean, you could shoot me a friend request, but I, it's Carmen's Paparazzi on Facebook. I also have a website. Forgive me if I get it mixed up, but it's um, paparazziaccessories.com forward slash 395-715 is my, is my website address. And um, $5 jewelry. You know, you can look like a million bucks without spending a million bucks. So, there you go. Yeah. And got some oh, gorgeous, that's... gorgeous pieces. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And you can find me at biz. That's D-E-B-O-O-N-E dot biz. I am a business mindset coach and social media strategist. And I help people who do not grow up using social media to promote their brand in their business online without driving themselves crazy and spending a lot of money so contact me if that's you and uh, feel free to listen in uh share this podcast with your family and friends because you may get some insight on how effective uh, certain love languages are on you and and may discover your own so i'm excited uh please tune in next week every monday we do a vibrant violet podcast and um so i'm excited carmen thank you again for joining me i appreciate you so much yes ma'am yes ma'am and um Thank you for tuning in, everybody. This is Dee Boone saying, learn, love, and lead your best life right now.